last episode, we discussed finances. That's one of the things that we think about. But another thing that we think about when we start about the new year, even when we celebrate the new year, which is New Year's Eve going into the new year, we think about what we're doing. And we also think about who we are doing it with. And this episode, we are going to deep dive into Kuko's song, First of the Year. Stream it, love it, buy it. Let's get into it. you guys when we think about the new year we think about new year's eve usually on new year's eve you either are going to your friend's house you're going to your family's house you're going to a club you're going to a party you are usually planning on going somewhere to spend that time and bring that new year in with some fun and with coming with that fun involves people so we also think about who we are spending it with when i was growing up one of the things that we would do is basically we'll go to grandma's house, everybody, aunts, uncles, cousins, brother, parents, we are going to grandma's house. So we all get there together. Everybody brings the soup. That was our tradition. And what my mom would bring was some pumpkin soup. And this is soup jumu. This is a very (laughs) special soup because usually in my family, we get it once a year. We will chill, we relax, we will laugh. And then towards the end, we'll pray to bring the new year in with prayer and asking for God's blessings. And then after that, when we're done, Happy New Year, everybody come get some soup, okay? (laughs) And that's usually what it was. So as becoming an adult, I didn't really do like the party thing or anything like that because I always was like, I don't want to do it on drunk drivers. I don't want to deal with no parties escalating because I actually went to this big mansion party. I was on my way there. While we're on our way there, they were telling us, hey, don't come up in here. The police is over here. There was a weapon discharging (laughs) so basically you know i can't see it on youtube so basically we had to leave we had to get up out of there so ever since then i always do like little intimate things or if i was to go over to a friend's house or family's house i'm going to your house on new year's eve afternoon and i'm not leaving your house till new year's day about 10 a.m right after all the drunk drivers and all that stuff when the road is kind of cleared so that i can get to my destination which is home safely so that's basically what it was I don't remember what we did but I do remember each time of who I spent it with this new year's eve we had like an intimate little get together where we had like cookies we had s'mores and we had tostada bowls and we watched movies till it was time to get to new year we also had balloons with it saying 8 p.m 9 p.m 10 p.m 11 p.m and then happy new year so we busted those balloons Every time it got to that time, 8 p.m., bust the balloon, 9 p.m., bust the balloon, and so forth. And that was what we did. We were trying to create the memories that instill in us, but also for us to get that closeness. And another thing that we also did is we got vulnerable. We wrote on a piece of paper the things that we did not like about last year, and we wrote on a paper the things that we did like. We burned the things that we didn't like. We shared the things that we did. And this is a bond that we create to build that closeness for us to support each other in the good times and the bad times. And even though I tried to make it as special as it was, it wasn't really about what we did. It was about who we spent it with. So what I'm going to get into talking about in this episode is talk about support systems. So a lot of times when we think about our support systems, we think about just family. But it's not just family. It could be friends. It could be a mentor. It can be so many different types of people. It's important for us to have support systems because 
It helps us be able to get pushed by those who support us. And it also helps us develop the instinct of being a support system to someone else as well when they need that push. When we're weak, they lift us up. They help us be strong. There's a saying, and I'm probably not saying it right, but if you want a good friend, be a good friend. If you want a good mother, be a good mother. And then it goes so forth and so forth. And it's not something that it's just like no matter who you treat good, that they'll treat you back well. The same means that we can't expect to get something that we are not giving out. So it's important that we try our best to be good human beings and then good human beings will come to us as well. It doesn't mean that it's all the time because, you know, there are some characters out there. But the more you give out something, the more you'll get it back in return. You have to try not to be a bad person just because people treat you bad. You can't be like, well, so-and-so treats me like boo-boo, so for now on, I'm going to treat everyone like boo-boo. You can't do that. Because at the end of the day, it's just like you're not prepared to deal with that type of energy coming back to you. So why would you give that energy back to others? Doesn't mean that everyone will treat you right. Doesn't mean don't stand up for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's just like, don't be a bully. Give a fresh slate to everyone and you in return will get a fresh slate back. Whether it's with that person or with another party, you'll meet someone who matches your energy. Building a support system, a lot of times we want to think that it's just family and not everyone has that luxury. Support system can be anyone or anything. And then we try to think about, well, where can we meet the support system? Well, first, we would have to dig deep into ourselves and see that we also are giving support back. But some of the places that we can meet people are at gyms, yoga classes, religious places, work, life coaches, therapists, etc., etc. It requires us to go out of our comfort zone and be open. But don't rush or force anything. Let everything be genuine. And you too will get genuine results. Either you will generally know that getting to know someone was a waste of time or you will meet someone that generally has the same likes and interests as you and will treat you fairly. But just know that when it comes down to it, the only difference between the two is that one is a learn learn lesson that teaches you how to maneuver the next time you enter into building a support system. And then the other one is just kind of like, I got support. I got someone who has my back. I have a group of people who have my back. But don't self-sabotage having a support system by building an impossible checklist that you can't even check off the marks all for. It should be natural. There shouldn't be a checklist. It should just be like, if it flows, it flows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But just know that you are trying and that another party is possibly trying to and that either you guys will connect or disconnect. We can't be afraid of pain when it comes to getting to know people because pain is inevitable. It just comes. We all experience it. So we can't not give people chances because we had trauma from our past life that we are unintentionally projecting on the next party. Sometimes you have to have a relationship with yourself. Sometimes you have to get to know yourself so well before you are able to get to know others, you know, because at the end of the day, you learn what you like and dislike when it comes to meeting new people, when it comes to experiencing new things. But at the end of the day, you just have to try. You're never going to find someone who has everything totally in common with you. That's just impossible. When it comes down to me and my partner, we don't have everything in common at all. But we have a majority of things in common. There's a lot of music that I like that he likes. 
There's a lot of music that I like that he does not like. There's a lot of shows that we watch together that we could connect with. There's a lot of shows where he's just like, I'm going to be in the next room. (laughs) It's just one of those things that takes place. But you have to handle into knowing to love yourself because sometimes you're not always going to be around a support system like that. You guys will get tired of each other. But doesn't mean that you don't love each other anymore. It doesn't mean that you don't have anything in common anymore. It just means that sometimes when you give too much of yourselves out, sometimes people just get tired of you. It's just like with your siblings. Like me and my brother were very, very close when we were younger. But there were some days where I would get on his nerves and there were some days where he'll get on my nerves and we'll just have our space. But we'll always come back to each other when we're younger. Another important thing that we have to realize when it comes to building our support system is that we have to get to a forgiveness road. And that means forgiving others in our past. And that goes back to what I was saying, to not project what others have done to us onto others. And sometimes we do it unintentionally. So that's when we have to kind of just sit down and realize, okay, where do we go wrong with the situation? Because we can't always dissect situations and just think it's the other party. We also have to see what our part was. Even if someone is going like this against us and nagging, nagging and coming at us with, you know, kind of a disrespectful way, our response sometimes can make things escalate and make it worse. And it goes back to this line that my partner always likes to say, um, don't argue with fools because someone from the distance can't tell who was who. And that's a Jay-Z line. Some people will push you to get anger out of you. And then when you you start, you know, defending yourself and going angrily back, all of a sudden they just stand there like they don't know what's happening because now they have someone from a distance watching and they're thinking it's you because they're just standing there being silent while you're the one yelling and yelling. Now they think that you're the aggressor when you were just defending yourself. So you have to kind of forgive when those type of situations take place of that other party, because it's not really something that is for them. It's for you. Because if you keep that barrier of pain on top of you, now everything about that person, when you meet someone else that has any little thing about that person, you start projecting your anger with with the original party on this new party. So it can be something as simple as this. You have the same hairline of so-and-so who said this and that to me, so I don't, I'm not messing with you. Sounds dumb, right? But we unintentionally sometimes do that because we have a reminder of who that person is, even by a little thing. And now we think that this new person is that whole old person that we're projecting this anger on. And that's all we have to forgive because now... When we get to a road of forgiveness, when we actually forgive whatever so-and-so did before, the next party's not going to experience that. We're not going to project that at all because we don't even care about that situation anymore. We don't even care about that person of what they were trying to project onto us. So when it comes to past traumas, you have to forgive because you can unintentionally project that on someone else. And you would hate for someone to do that to you. Oh, if I have the same eyebrows as, I don't know, Nancy. And now all of a sudden, you're coming at me crazy because you had a bad history, Nancy. And me and Nancy had the same eyebrows. And you don't know what it is. I just don't, I just don't like her. You know what I'm saying? She reminds me of that. I know people like that. You have to give everyone a chance. You have to get everyone a fresh slate. Because if we keep trying to project how this person in the past was, and just because I have the same pinky pinky toe or, or, or pinky <laughs> fingernail as them, all of a sudden, I just don't like her. You don't even know why. You just, I just don't know people like her did you know what I'm saying and it's it's not really that person you are projecting what that past person did onto me or onto the next party or onto whoever and we have to really realize those type of things 
you know, a lot of times I've been hearing now, like, what's your love language? You know, when you're dating someone, what's your love language? Oh, I, I like touch, I like feel. Maybe we should start asking what our friendship languages are or, or anything like that. Like, what is the language with that? Why are we just dealing with that in a dating aspect? We should also maybe start asking that when we build friendships. What is your, your, your friendship language? Oh, well, I like friends that call me all the time or, oh, I'm the kind of person where um, I like to hang out, but there's sometimes I like to be with myself. That's the kind, you know what I mean? Like maybe we should start asking that question. What is your friendship language? <laughs> I was actually joking around talking to my partner about that. And I was telling him, I was just like, well, my friendship language is I'm very independent. I'm not a follower. I like to have fun. I like to spend time with my friends, but I don't like anyone controlling what I do. We have an event. You do this thing and, you know, I go, I do something, we go, but it's not going to be something where... I have to go to everything you have. And then when it comes to my events, you don't come to anything. Like when it comes to friendship, I need support. But I don't need support to the point where you're, you're, you know, overbearing or anything like that. I just need enough support where it's just natural. I don't want nothing forced. I don't want nothing feeling forced. We're, we're forcing ourselves to hang out with each other every day. We're forcing to be on the phone for hours and not have nothing to talk about. Like, we don't have nothing to talk about. You don't have to call me. You know what I'm saying? We can send a little text or whatever. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm one of those people, like, even if we fall out as a friendship, your secret stays with me forever. We also have to forgive ourselves. It's all about getting to the road of forgiveness and letting things go so that you can move forward. It's, it's like you walk with a backpack, right? And you keep filling rocks up with all the baggage that everyone has done, done to you. And you start just walking all slumpy, right? Because your back is starting to ache with all these rocks in your backpack. Because this is all the stuff that people have done to you that you have not let go, that you have not forgiven. And now you go into another relationship and you're weak and you barely can walk because you haven't took the courage or the time to forgive those who had done you wrong. But once you start forgiving these people, you're able to release all this, these rocks, all this baggage off of your back. And you're able to stand up straight and go into a new relationship with a fresh slate. And now we go to the place of healing. So now your back is filled with, with pain and with bruises from holding this backpack on you with all these rocks that represent all of the baggage that you held, all the people that you didn't forgive, all the actions that you didn't forgive. But now that you have that backpack and you release that pain, you're not done yet. Now you have to get to the road of healing. When you get to the road of healing, and forgiveness isn't that healing, healing can be us looking in the mirror. Healing can be isolation. And when it comes to isolation with healing, it's because you're trying to just reflect. You're trying to just really make sure you don't make the same past mistakes. Whether it's your reaction to someone treating you wrong, or it's your reaction of someone treating you right and you bringing on the old situation into that. Once you can go back to bad memories and you're not angry, you're not emotional about it anymore, that's when you're getting to the road of healing. Because it's not affecting you anymore. It's, it's something you can bring up. Oh, yeah, so-and-so did this to me. Man, that was wild, man. You know? But before then, you say, oh, mama, he did this to me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> My angry voice, um, <laughs> that is not my angry voice. My angry voice is a lot different. But just I just imagine that's what everyone else's angry voice is. <laughs> you know? But getting back to the seriousness of it, your tempo changes. Your heart's not beating as fast. You're not getting a headache. You're not getting upset. You are. You move past it. Now it's just something that just happened that you either can laugh at or you just can talk about without it even affecting you at all. And that's when you're getting to the road of healing. 
But when you're ready to form a relationship, when you're ready to form that support system, you know. But be optimistic and be patient and appreciate the ones that you have around you as well. You don't need a big support system. Even just one person or even three people can make you feel supported. Every person and every experience is an opportunity to learn, to learn and to grow. So one of those things when you meet people that are not that great, just learn from that situation and see the opportunity for you to grow as well. What do you expect from your support system? What do you give as support system to others? Because you can't expect support if you don't give it. And just because you give it doesn't mean you're always going to get it in return. But the point is is that eventually your time will come and eventually those doors will open. All right, you guys, this was just a deep dive into Kuko's song, First of the Year. Stream it, love it, buy it. For those who are listening on your podcast app, don't forget to look me up on YouTube. My name is Layers. It is spelled L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next Tuesday for our next episode of the Lines and Layers podcast. All right, you guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.